I cannot emphasize this enough. Use simple language. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast. With me, Robin Savage. How are you today? How are you doing? Do you often forget to ask yourself that? I do, but I'm getting better at practicing moments of self-reflection through my day and also looking at myself in the mirror and saying, hi, how are you? I know that that might sound super weird and slightly bizarre, but it's one of my really nice ways to check in with myself. So give it a try. Build the relationship with yourself. You know, in personal branding, think that sometimes we forget that it's not all about output. Right? It's about how we feel about ourselves. It's about our relationship with us. It's about how we feel. It's about what we're moving through. It's about our expression, our truth. And we can't be in touch with those things if we don't know who we are. So little things like asking yourself how you're doing or taking a minute to pause and look in the mirror and say hello to yourself may seem silly and insig- insignificant, but really... What you're doing is giving yourself an opportunity to know you. And that's actually going to really support you in building your personal brand and showing up authentically and vulnerably and real and raw exactly as you are. So all of that being said, we've got a content creation hack for you today. If you're inside the content club already, then you get these hacks all the time, but If you're not inside the content club yet, you're really going to appreciate this and you should get inside the content club because I am fairly certain that it is the best priced, most valuable solution-based offer on the internet for anyone who creates content, okay? And I know that that's you. So check out the content club. The link is in the show notes. Um, If you're looking for support and ease and creative ideas and collaboration, inspiration, revisions, all of those things when it comes to your content. Okay, so here is the hack. Are you ready for this? A lot of us take really big concepts and we try to share about them on the internet as this really big whole thing. So we would say, for example, Here's how you can feel more joy today. Well, for someone who is sitting in the Tim Hortons or Starbucks drive-thru, for someone who is taking a pee while their kids are eating dinner at the table, for someone who is checking Instagram in between client sessions or emails, a really big concept like that can be hard to digest because joy means so many things to so many people, right? So what can we do to grab people's attention and to give them the most amount of value we can in a short amount of time? We can create bite-sized pieces of content that break down really big concepts so that people can easily digest those things and take them with them from that moment on, okay? So here's what I mean by that. Rather than saying something like, how to feel more joy today, you could say, feeling grumpy, try this, okay? Feeling overwhelmed in the moment, take these three breaths and and recite this mantra. Like direct actions, direct behaviors, specific 
words that your audience can digest and and this bite-sized action that your audience can then take to apply in the moment. This is way more valuable than presenting this like really broad topic when people don't have the time, space, mental capacity to really sit down with it. Okay, so in order to turn really big concepts into bite-sized pieces of content, we're going to start by looking at our audience, okay? So you need to know your audience. What is your target audience's level of expertise? How much do they know about the concept or the topic that you are talking about? All right, what are their interests, their preferences? How much are they wanting to learn about this thing? That's really gonna help you understand how deep to take your teachings to take your content, all right? So you can tailor your content to match their knowledge and their expectations first and foremost, all right? So if you're wanting to work with beginners, you're gonna have more entry-level concepts, okay? If you wanna work with advanced people, then they're gonna be higher-level concepts that you start to break down, all right? So this leads me to the next point, breaking down concepts, okay? So we will say, how to feel more joy, but how can we break that down for our audience into a reasonable amount of information that's actually going to give them that value that they need to truly experience the more joy or understand how they can experience the more joy, okay? So start by breaking this concept down into it's like really fundamental components. So if we're talking about joy, for example, we'd say, okay, first and foremost, joy is a state. It's a feeling. It's not something you have to do. It's a way that you get to be, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing about joy is that it's a choice, right? You can choose to feel joy or you could choose to stay in your, in your bummed out mood and that choice is up to you. So what are you going to choose? Next, we could break down all the different ways that people could start to experience joy. You can experience joy in your body. You can experience joy through in your mind through nostalgia, re reliving a story or a happy experience, okay? So you can start to break joy down as a concept into these smaller bite-sized conversations that are going to help people understand joy on a more fundamental level, okay? So the next thing we can do is using analogies and metaphors, okay? Analogies and metaphors are gold. I use them all the time in my teachings, on my workshop, inside the mastermind. It's like an analogy gold mine. Do you know why analogies and metaphors are so helpful? Because you're taking familiar language. You're taking familiar examples that people generally know about or can relate to to help you make a point or to help people understand something that they may not know in a specific context, but when you apply it to an analogy or a metaphor, it helps the information click, all right? So apply an analogy and metaphor to help yourself break down those big concepts so that more people can understand it, all right? Visuals, guys. Visuals really help people understand. How many of you are visual learners? <clears throat> Me. All right, my hand is just like floating up in the air um, because I need to see something. I need to read the words. I need to see 
the chart. I need to experience the sunset with my eyes in order to feel the feeling in my body. So remember that the visual imagery that you choose to share with your content, whether it's a reel or a carousel or a quote square, is all supporting the concept that you're sharing. So you might have a really big concept like joy and say, hey, I'm going to break joy down into five easy to understand categories or components, okay? And then you, you'll you have a carousel and they'll slide to the next slide and it'll say part one of joy, physical joy. Your body feels light. You might feel a slight buzz in your body. You might have butterflies in your tummy. You feel like your posture is aligned and proud, okay? Your eyes are bright. You've got a slight smile on your face. So joy in the physical. And then the next slide would be joy as a mental experience or joy as, is that is that even right? Joy as a mental experience? Sure, let's go with it. Joy as a mental experience, okay? You, you're thinking positive thoughts. You're able to see a positive outcome, right? Your glass is half full. So then you go to the next slide. You're like joy as an experience. Joy is a positive interaction with someone that you like or a fun interaction with a stranger or an opportunity that just landed on your desk and you are open to receive it. So joy as an opportunity. So now you're using these visual slides in an Instagram post, a carousel, for example, to show people not only with words, but also by breaking the concept down in these carousel slides, you're breaking down those components of joy so that people are starting to visually understand that joy, yes, is one big thing, but it's also experienced as these smaller fragmented pieces of joy, all right? So you're breaking the concept down visually as well. Um, next thing is really important, and I cannot emphasize this enough. Use simple language, okay? We tend to forget how much we know because if we are building a personal brand um, that is rooted in joy, say, say our overarching brand message is feel more joy. That's what we're giving people. That's what we're teaching people. That's the value of our work is that our soul clients will experience more joy, okay? So if I am talking about joy all day long in client conversations, when I'm creating content, when I'm recording podcasts, when I'm doing Instagram stories, then my languaging around joy is going to elevate over time, okay? I'm going to become more expansive in the way that I speak about joy. I'm going to learn new words to express joy. I'm going to become really well-versed when it comes to teaching and talking about joy, but I'm speaking to an audience member who doesn't feel that level of joy yet, right? Because my soul client is seeking more joy. So we, we want to speak with basic simplistic language that our sole client can understand. So the more high level our language is, the harder it is for our audience to break down those big concepts and have the, the concept immediately land for them. So by using basic language, you're really going to help your message land with more people. Actually, this is a really interesting tip, but I use... 
um, a software called Headliner to kind of analyze my headlines for emails. You should try it. It's a really fun tool just to kind of test out sometimes. And they suggest a reader level grade one or two for the optimal headlines or subjects or captions or whatever it is. So often, you know me, I'm like copywriter, thesaurus this, synonym that, like elaborating, using my wordsmith brain to create the most beautiful email subject line. And then I'll put it into the headliner and it's like eh, readability grade nine level, right? Like it's too high level. People can't understand it quick enough to want to open the email. So use basic language. All right. Trust me on this one. Next is providing examples, okay? Just like I have been using joy as an example through this podcast, using examples is really gonna help your audience understand bigger concepts. Apply your concepts to examples that your sole clients will easily identify with. This is gonna help your messaging and your content become way more relevant, relatable, and digestible to your soul client because they will think to themselves, oh yeah, I get that. Oh yeah, been there. Oh yeah, done that. So use examples, okay? Um, next one is short form content. Not every single post needs to be a novel. I have literally written an Instagram square that says that before. It doesn't need to be a novel. It just needs to be clear, okay? So break big concepts down into short form content. With the joy example, this could sound like three things, three things, not 38 things, but three things I know about joy today, okay? Three ways I feel more joy in this moment. Okay, so you can break these concepts down into smaller pieces of content that people can rapidly digest. Okay, and that's it. We're going to end there because you know what? I think that there's enough information in this episode of the Brand Is You podcast for you to go back to the drawing board with your content, with your big ideas and with those big concepts and really ask yourself, is my content the best it can be for my sole client? Okay, remember that you're not getting graded by a professor. You're not trying to win an award on Instagram for being, you know, a, a scholar or you're not, you're not getting a, a, you're not getting a grade. All you want is that you want your audience to hear the message. You want the message to land. So applying all of these hacks is going to help you take those really big concepts, those really big ideas, and break them down into smaller segments and smaller bite-sized pieces that your audience is really going to be able to digest so that it lands with them. Guess what happens when copy and content land with your audience? They are way more likely to buy. They're way more likely to work with you, to follow you, to engage with you. All right. So as always, thank you so much for joining me on the Brand Is You podcast. I appreciate you and I'm so happy that you keep coming back because that tells me that you find value here. So remember that you can always measure the the quality, the value of your work by the, the number of times people return, the number of times people come back. And the fact that you keep coming back 
makes me so happy. So I will see you next week here on the Brand Is You podcast. I'll see you inside the content club, inside my workshops, wherever I see you next. I can't wait to connect with you. I love you so much. And remember that the brand is you. Okay, take care of you. I love you very much. I'll see you soon.